Hi there. Welcome to episode 93 of Fresh Air at 5, the podcast. In this episode, you're going to hear from the likes of Nick Muskeluck, my reflection on a new-to-me podcast, Ready, Set, Growth. Nick is out of Calgary, Alberta, where I grew up. So, good to connect with him a bit at the end of this, this episode. You'll hear some of that connection I mentioned. Uh, also, we'll hear from Tim Cavey. And shout-outs in this episode to Tom Shimmer, to John Hattie. We've got uh, Nick and Eric out of Got We Got Tech, the podcast, and uh, Chris Nessie also. So, without further ado, here's episode 93 of Fresh Air at 5 Podcast. Let's go. Hi, I'm Dan Krinas, host of the Leader of Learning Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Fresh Air at 5, the podcast. I'm your host, Brian Carpenter. Fresh Air at 5 is my regular attempt to exercise by walking about my neighborhood to take in podcast content, then reflect in an unedited video, which I finally post to my Twitter channel. This podcast will be a regular collection of the audio from these selfie videos. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresh Air at 5 or check out my website, BrianCarpenter.com, for other content I have created and collected. Hey, PLN, Tuesday, October 11, 2022. Good morning and happy post-Thanksgiving weekend here in Canada. And uh, yesterday was Thanksgiving Day and I had a fantastic Thanksgiving Day. Got to see my parents, enjoy time with my kids. Uh, not as much as I did earlier in the weekend uh, when we were at other friends' place for Thanksgiving. Um, I went fishing yesterday and I was so thankful that I was able to go fishing. You guys know I like to go fishing. And and uh, fishing is something that brings me a lot of joy, something that's hard to do, um, you know, f- because it takes effort and, and energy to get there. And that for me is a big part of why I like to do it. Uh, it's challenging. And I took my fly rod to the river and I have not had significant success in this area in the past, but this past weekend I caught salmon on my fly rod. Um, never done that before. Uh, it's an eight weight fly rod, heavy fly rod, but I got out and put the work in and had results that came out of that. So that was so much fun, so much joy. Saturday afternoon, my first coho on the fly that I caught was like, oh my goodness, it was such uh, such oh, I had such joy. Everybody on the river that was around me knew that this happened for me. Um, so yes, learning, learning and doing things that we'd like to do uh, in areas that we like to do them um, is is a lot easier than areas that we don't like to do them. And so this brings me into education and what do we and how do we have our students learn things that they're possibly not interested in yet but might be interested in and grow them in the way that they uh, progress through their learning making it meaningful to them why are we doing this Um, making it manageable for them 
you know, how can I do this in incremental steps so that I can become better at what I'm doing, uh, but not have to be able to be an expert in a day, uh, small progressions. So those are things that are on my mind. Um, as I continue on here with my reflections this morning, I'm going to talk about the Tom Shermer podcast, episode 85. So coming up in the next sections, talk to you. One more thing for October 11, 2022, as I dig into my thoughts about episode 85 of the Tom Shimmer podcast, I want to just say, hey, thanks, Tom, for being grateful that I do what I'm doing. And you know what? I like doing it. I like reflecting on what I'm learning. And uh, your podcast is one that has captivated my attention and uh, brings me to deep thought on a regular basis. And, you know, you alluded to in episode 85 that you don't remember all the words that you exactly say over the past. That's why we have an archive of our our expressions in our podcasts. But, uh, that you know, we're moving forward, moving forward a little bit each week as we are making a difference and uh, talking about our learning. Um, so... Yes, on episode 85, you brought up at the very outset, yeah, is it measurable? Talking about the standardized test and its place in ranking schools and telling the narrative of a school. And is it of value? And uh, the standardized test has a place. There's a context. But if we're going to have be talking about our school that's different maybe than the results of that standardized test, we better be prepared to do that and shout it from the mountaintop so that people can hear that. In section two, you continued your interview with Dr. John Hattie. And uh, it's a continuation from last week. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode 84 of the Thomas Shimmer Show, you should do that because uh, that's awesome that's fantastic talks about the backstory of where uh, visible learning comes from the work that Dr. Hattie's doing Uh, something that stood out to me is that we need to have uh, improvement feedback for our students in the feedback we give them not just historical uh, feedback about what did you do and why is it wrong Uh, but it's implied that's maybe our implication, but we need to overtly say how they can improve what they're doing. Section three, uh, so that's fantastic. I really enjoy hearing Dr. John Hattie talk, and thank you, Tom, for having him or bringing him to us on your podcast. Ep- section three about assessment quarter, about the good old test. Where, how, how, where does it fit into the context of your overall assessment, and how do we write questions? That's all. Bye. The last thing for October 11, 2022, I I rushed my comments at the very end of that last section um, as I was talking about episode 85 of the Tom Shimmer Show and uh, section three of that, the assessment corner as Tom was talking about the good old test and how do we utilize the good old test in our learning spaces to assess or not very well uh, student learning and how are those tests broken down into sections and how do we take the uh, overall mark and apply it to uh, students understanding and what do we do with that you know something that I've been learned I learned from years ago as a student teacher and just I think it makes sense to me is that if uh, students take a test and they have 
uh, limited success on that are not as desirable as they would like to provide them the opportunity to take a look at those questions and to come at that test again so that they can make improvements and uh, putting that on the students to say hey where can what are the areas that I can improve how can I learn this information better so that I can have a better understanding of it for next time to possibly get a better score and so uh, that's a practice of mine students come and they write their tests and I don't provide I provide this for all students I don't tell them this that this is you know they get a second go at it but uh, that we have a conversation uh, after their tests about you know hey I'll give you another opportunity to do this maybe I should be more overt about that but then I'm gonna have every student writing the test twice as opposed to um, and that's not convenient for me so that's another another thought another question is it am I doing this because it's convenient for me or am I doing this for my students okay all right. Um, yeah, so that's about the good old test and how do we write a test so that it has meaningful information coming out of it so that we can learn about our students' understanding about the recall questions compared to the, um, you know, deeper thinking questions and long answer possible synthesis questions. All right. That's all for now. Thanks, Tom. Thanks. I appreciate it. Hope you're having a fantastic day as you are in Los Angeles today uh, doing your virtual training and other things this week. Teach better later this week. Peace out. Bye. Hey, PLN Wednesday, October 12, 2022. Good morning. How are you today? It is Wednesday here. Temperature on my watch said eight degrees Celsius. We're starting to get into fall temperatures here finally. It's been a warm fall, um, but uh, yes, I'm thankful that it's been warm, but it's also time to time to cool down and, and just slow this thing down so that it becomes fall-like. Leaves can fall off the trees properly, all these leaves around me, not yet. It's been too warm, so uh, yes, looking forward to more fall weather. My daughter, she really likes the fall with the cooler temperatures, you know, needing to wear sweatshirts and baggy pants, you know, things like that. So she's excited about that. All right, this morning I listened to episode 122 of Gut Tech, the podcast, and Eric and Nick, man, you guys, I enjoyed listening to you. You guys just have such a calm way of sharing a whole lot of information in a short period of time and uh, engaging. And so thank you for your list of 20 of of EdTech tools to check out for 2023. And this is a list of not the regular things, but doing some of the regular things with tools that are up and coming and uh, fantastic to see. You talk about uh, professional development websites where you can learn all kinds of stuff. Um, one I'm gonna throw in there that I did, we talked about a while ago was uh, Global Community Foundation Learn, GCF Learn. And that's uh, one you should check out for Pro-D stuff as well, uh, about learning about different tools. But you got three in there yourself uh, you got video editing audio no 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 audio you missed the audio in the, that list uh, video editing image editing uh, some some AI math tools some writing tools and some uh, gamification tools that uh, people can check out to do different things so thanks so much for your list appreciate it and hey I'm hoping Eric that you have a fantastic time at teach better uh, 2022 I would love to be there uh, but I am not going to be there got other things going on and uh, one day I'm gonna make the trek and Tim Cavey and I we just uh, we're talking and one day we'll make the trek to teach better in Ohio all right have a fantastic day all we'll talk to you peace bye 
One more thing for October 12, 2022. Listen to Mindset Monday, Season 3, Episode 5, as George brings us Permanent for Now. And I like your title, George. I like it a lot. Um, takes me back to being open to change in the permanence of where you're at, kind of. So it's not like saying, you know, I'm going to be here, but I'm going to always be looking over my shoulder. It's about being present where you are for the now so that you can fully engage and fully live and fully experience the place that you're at, um, but not being so permanent that you aren't open to opportunities to come your way in the future. It was 1994, and I was in Edmonton, Alberta. I think you might know where Edmonton is, George. Um, And I was up there on a co-op work term. Eight months, first four months, I stuck to myself. I went to work. I kind of hung out with the people at work. But I didn't engage in the community bigger than, uh, you know, my work and uh, living in my basement suite there just off of White Avenue um, very much. Um, and it was a, it was four months. My girlfriend came up from, you know, Calgary and I went down there, you know, a few weekends and, and from where I'm from. And, and uh, but I didn't I didn't engage the community. And it wasn't until the fall that I was like, man, I got to do something. Got involved in a youth group and hung out with my friends from you know a church and uh, really dug into being part of the community so important so that's my takeaway here is that we got to be present my word for one word for 2022 is presence it's about fully engaged in where and when you are right there at that moment um, so that you can you know connect with the people and not be thinking down the road about you know the next five things you got to do in the afternoon but being fully present and engaged where you are part of the reason i listen to podcasts like this is so that i can be fully present while i'm walking and thinking about only that thing because i'm doing a couple of three things at once listening i'm reflecting and i'm getting some walk-in so there you go all right mindset monday innovators mindset with george course peace APLN October 13th, 2022. I'm here with Tim Cavey, Teachers on Fire, and we are on fire this morning. It is happy birthday to us. So happy birthday, Tim. Look at this drink. We got the big drinks, and uh, it's fantastic. We're at Starbucks in Langley, British Columbia. We met halfway between him and I, and so getting together for breakfast this morning. You doing well? I'm doing well now that I'm here, Brian. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Yes, happy birthday to you, Tim. So yes, we're 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 getting younger by the year That's and right. uh, living and enjoying a rich and full life, and so so very thankful. So uh, you can wish us both happy birthdays now that you know it's our birthdays today, and uh, we're going to be having a Twitter space. Happy birthday to us. Tim's going to yeah. be posting that link soon. Yeah. And as we're driving our respective directions in the opposite directions, we're going to have a conversation, and uh, that. That'll end up on Twitter at some point and see what we can do with it. For sure, yeah. Um, I don't know whether to put it on my Teachers on Fire. Should I go with Teachers on Fire? Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So find it at Teachers on Fire and, and hop in and uh, hang out with us for a few minutes. All right, so that's Fresher at 5. I am. I have listened to some podcasts. Um, I didn't go for my walk this morning, but I li- did listen to House of Ed Tech, and I'm going to report on that in a little bit. So, all right. Happy birthday to us. Cheers. Bye-bye. 
One more thing for October 13, 2022. As I was driving into Langley to meet Tim Cavey for breakfast this morning, I listened to House of Ed Tech episode 111 or maybe 110 um, from this past Monday or Sunday that Chris Nessie put out. And uh, Chris, your topic of discussion for this one was about digital equity and how does digital equity work and what are we striving for so that we can have our students all connected to be digitally literate and being able to engage in their education in an equitable manner. Um, this fits into digital citizenship and I might have a discussion with my grade nines and tens today about this and possibly listen to this segment of your podcast. Um, it's important that we recognize the limitations and uh, the the um, constraints that we have with our students. Assuming that everybody has broadband and we can give them um, tasks to do from home um, is not necessarily reasonable still even today. It's becoming less and less of a barrier but it's still a barrier. How about those students that can't afford devices and uh, school needs to provide those so that they can carry on with their education. We do that at my school and in our district, we do have the ability to provide Chromebooks to students, but it's a Chromebook, it's not a full on PC, but it does a good job, doesn't do a great job. Um, but we're grateful that we have these opportunities to help our students out. Um, yeah, so thanks so much for your thoughts and uh, House of EdTech, it's a great podcast. Appreciate what you're doing, Chris, and I'm glad to be an awesome supporter of your podcast. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Have a fabulous day, everybody. Take a listen to Chris Nessie on House of EdTech. Peace, bye. Hey, PLN, Friday, October 14, 2022. Happy Friday. You made it to Friday. I'm so glad it's Friday. Got a lot of things going on that uh, I could do with another two or three days this week, but that's okay. It's Friday and here we are and the weekend is upon us and we will get our work done because that's what we do. We get our work done. All right, uh, as I'm walking this morning, yesterday was my birthday. It was great to get all the birthday thanks from everybody and uh, birthday wishes. Uh, Tim Cavey and I met for breakfast yesterday morning and then on the way home, we had a Twitter Spaces chat uh, Tim threw it up on the Twitterverse and uh, I jumped in and he would jumped in and we were driving in our opposite directions and we talked to Dr. Dan Krinas and we talked to Nick Muskeluck out of Alberta and on our Twitter chat, Twitter spaces, uh, voice conversation and it was fantastic to hear from Nick Muskeluck. So without further ado, a hashtag new to me podcast is ready, set, growth podcast by Nick Muskeluck and I was uh, gonna go and listen to today and as I'm walking and promote his podcast and I liked what I heard Nick say in our Twitter spaces that we have focused so much on the why of teaching that we have have gotten away from the how the actual mechanics the actual art of teaching and how do we do this work in our classroom like specifically how do we do this and do a project or do something like that with our students as opposed to we know why we're doing it that's so esoteric that's so uh, wonderful and, and 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 ideal that we have our why but how do we actually get down to the mechanical of it so Nick I uh, heard you say that and I'm like I got to listen to this podcast and I jumped into an episode that came out yesterday actually I think it was this morning um, on ready set growth 
uh, season four or five, season four, episode five, and you had a conversation with Jennifer Vance on an Instagram um, live session about provocations and inquiry and how provocations are so important and how do we find those. Okay, I'm coming right back. I'll be right back. One more thing for Friday, October 14th, 2022. All right, continuing my thoughts as I was reflecting on Ready, Set, Growth podcast season four, episode five with Nick Muscala, because he was talking with Jennifer Vance on an Instagram live session that Jennifer posted. Uh, Nick grabbed the audio from that and has shared that with us so that we can hear their conversation about using provocations and for inquiry learning and how we need provocations to spark an interest or get students' attention about something, uh, possibly uh, for curiosity's sake, so that they can go out and dig into this inquiry that we've got planned, you know, so planning inquiry. Okay, so that's kind of a funny thing because we're supposed to be curious, uh, but if I'm planning it, how do I get kids curious about something that I've planned? And that's a whole other discussion. Um, Trevor McKenzie does a really great job of scaffolding that inquiry process from teacher-led inquiry to full student autonomous-led inquiry in his uh, work of uh, inquiry, diving into inquiry. Uh, So thanks, Trevor, for that work. Uh, I'm not sure if you know of Trevor uh, Nick, but uh, he's fantastic out of Victoria, fellow Canadian. Um, And so you, Nick, were talking about how we capture and record provocations that we can share with students. You're standing at the gas station and you're looking at the two Gatorades for $3 or six Gatorades for $5 and wondering, you know, how do we know what's a good deal or whether we're getting ripped off? Um, So that's a mathematical thinking approach to looking for provocations. And you said that, you know, we're more possibly more apt to see things that we're working on right at the moment um, with our students than we are if they're maybe in a couple units ahead. Um, But capturing, this gets to me where, how do we capture our provocations? How do we record those and and catalog those? Well, one way that I do with some of these things is I have my camera on my iPhone and I I will take pictures of things and then I'll put those pictures into a, a Google folder or a OneDrive folder so I can show them later. All right. Hey, fellow Calgarian, Nick, I grew up in Calgary, love it, but I'm here now in Abbotsford. Okay, talk to you, bye-bye. As my one word for 2021 is appreciate, I appreciate you giving me a listen as I've created this podcast experience for you. It's a unique Blinkist or Cold Notes version of the content I take in, like a highlight reel so that you can hopefully find other interesting podcasts you may not have considered before. I've recorded the specific podcast episodes in the show notes for your learning convenience. Please subscribe so you don't miss any of my upcoming episodes. And if you enjoy this podcast and its format, share it with someone else. Tweet about your experience or give it a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Fresh Air at 5 can also be found on Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here and on the Education Podcast Network. Podcast for educators, podcast by educators. I hope you have a fantastic day and get some fresh air before the day is out. And take care of yourself because you're worth it.